0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 51 of Bucks UK TV. Um, we ha- are joined by a very special guest this week. I don't mean Dom. I don't mean Graham. I do, of course, mean Keith. Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. Looking forward to the being on the show. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll, uh, we'll uh, at the halfway point, we'll, we'll uh, talk a little bit more about who this big nasty chap is and, uh, and why he keeps cropping up in your life. There you uh, go. But- but but for the first thing, we'll um we'll make it short. We'll make it sweet, or as sweet as a bitter pill could be. Uh, we will talk about what happened in Washington. Keith, as guest, you get you get first dibs. Um, you know we're not going to pour over this in too much detail, but you know what was your overall take on the game?
1: Not ready to play. I mean right off, lack of discipline, the penalties, you can't have it. If you, if you haven't, especially the, uh, the beginning penalties where you can't even get out of your three-point stance before uh, getting a five-yard penalty right off the top, breaks momentum, and then especially when you're playing away, and I don't care who you're playing. I mean, the Washington football team, which I still call them the Washington Redskins, they're still solid up front, but they just flat-out whipped us. I mean, you can't say it was the refs like the Saints game. You got to look at it realistically. Those guys came ready to play like it was the Super Bowl. We came off like we just got off the bus and had a party last night. So um, I'm hoping, well, I'm not hoping, I know. These guys are going to come ready to play on Monday Night Football. The nation's watching, and uh, they got a full week and an extra couple days to to prepare for this thing, and uh, let's hope we get back in the win column.
0: Absolutely right. I think forward facing is good, but 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 Dom, I mean, we for for those that um, weren't following us on Twitter, and if you do follow us on Twitter at Bucks UK, we had our our social. didn't mean, it's the first time the clubs ever got together to get people all across the UK to meet to actually watch a game live. Because normally we talk online virtually, because we're you know, we're all over sort of you know interstate kind of thing. And um, you know, Dom, it was great to be together as a club to watch the game. There wasn't it, even despite the loss.
2: It was amazing, Kieran. Can I just say, first of all, before anything else, what an honour it is to be on with Keith. And I've seen you on Twitter and on the telly so many times. And I've got a bit of tribute for you, mate. Hope you like this. I'll try and keep my microphone on. Hey! (laughs) I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. I'll have to get your books at UK sticker to put on yours, mate. I love it. I love it. <laughs> My that hero. Awesome. My hero. As for Sunday, it was fantastic, other than the game. The game was just, just ruined it for us. The actual gathering was wonderful. To see so many books fans come from the UK all over, to put faces to the names. I've especially got to mention Stuart Hill and Andy Harwood and Ian Costain for giving me a massive headache on the Monday morning there was never a time when they wanted to pint a beer in front of me and uh, it was just a blast to see everybody unfortunately the game that was the thing but we
0: still had a good time we still had a great time we did and i'll insert some of the uh the clips here from from the evening so you might want to just dial the volume down a little bit before uh before i play those tempo Graham, from all the way up north, we know you couldn't make it to the social, but hey, we're up in Leeds in two weeks' time, everyone, if you're, if you're still around. Graham, what, what what can you find in that game that gives you some sort of hope going forwards?
3: I don't know. It's difficult. I think, um, like Keith said, just slow out the blocks. I mean, that, imagine, imagine you've got two weeks getting told no penalties and the first thing you do is give up five yards on first down. You know, incredible. It just... It just felt flat, completely flat all the way through the first half. Little flickering signs towards the end of the first half. You know the fact that we played so badly, but we're still maybe only ten points down at half time. And then, but but we just couldn't seem to get them off the field on on the defensive side. And we, and and I don't know the number of short dump off passes to Leonard Fournette, What was happening? I mean, was that the game plan? I just don't know. You know, there, there's been stuff. Going around on on social media, showing some plays where you know Evans was wide open for a touchdown and he and he dumped it off short to Fournette. I don't, I just don't know. I, I can't I can't get my head around the, the entire performance. Put it down to yeah, having a week off, just losing a bit of sharpness. And hopefully, hopefully the Giants come into Raymond James this week. With the I mean,
0: we'll open it up to all of you. I mean, for the passing game, let's stick with that for a little bit because you know last time I looked at the roster. And, and and who was active and who was playing we still had Tom Brady throwing it we still had Mike Evans and Chris Godwin out wide and we still got you know Cambray red red zone um you know king so you know that should be able to go up against any team let alone a Washington team that wasn't doing well against the pass well it proves I think how much we're missing
2: AB and Gronk and how much Brady relies on him I think I saw today that We've never lost when AB's been playing. Five, I think it's five wins when he's been playing. And Gronk the same, not just with his catching ability, but with his blocking, obviously. But even so, as Graham was saying, how many times was Evans open, and he just didn't. And Rojo just seems to be the forgotten man now, doesn't he? he just the run yeah, game he was abandoned, was but missing oh no, he in action.
0: It. Yeah, even Gio didn't get his usual few downs. No, did he?
2: no, he didn't. He didn't. Very disappointing.
3: Oh, he, he actually dropped a pass and uh, one, maybe two, certainly one pass early on and, and just never really came back from that.
0: Strange one. No. no, no. And, and let's just, for one, the one last thing, we'll mope over <coughs> and then I promise we'll move on. So, the one other thing I want to wear on the other side of the ball, I think the thing that, to, to use the Bucks phrase, put the dagger in us was that 10 minute plus drive. Um, that that the Washington team had at the end. I mean, Keith, that was just so dispiriting to watch, wasn't it? It was like a slow death.
1: (laughs) It was. was. It actually reminded me back of the old days when we didn't have a defense, we didn't have a pass rush, and you could just see it. It'd be like thinking and down, and then all of a sudden they're scored again, and they ate, what, 10 minutes off the clock or so. Uh, That I'll be honest with you guys, I lose so much patience with that. I I don't know what it is about seeing that slow death, knowing that they're going to score and there's nothing you can do and they're just breaking your will. And I, you know, I got to tell you, everybody's talking about our DBs being hurt and this, that, and that, but I mean, let's face it. I mean, we had some sacks, but we didn't finish. I mean, there was a lot of times where we were so close. We had some possible picks, you know, I mean, there was a couple balls bouncing in the right way for their direction to to get some completions as well. But, I mean, you know, when we're talking about all the guys being wide open, guys, i got to be up front with you. If you ain't got an offensive line that's holding it for enough time for those guys to get long ball, guess what? They're not going to throw the long ball. They're going to get sacked. So, I think uh, early on, if you notice, uh, Brady got rocked by Allen from the Redskins. I mean, rocked. And he beat what I say is our best offensive line him and Worf obviously, but talking about Allie Marpet, I mean, he blew Allie up and Allie had a rough game against Allen. Uh, if you go back and you watch, you'll see um, that pressure was coming right up the gut. And, you know, when you got that, that's the closest uh, distance to the quarterback is a to B. Um, so I think we got to improve on that. I was listening to Allie today um, or not yet today, yesterday with Casey and one of the things Allie was saying is we got to get back to running the ball. You know, let's get our, our run offense running, because i tell you right, then you're not dropping back third and 10, you know, third and 12, you know, you're, you're, you're doing the dinks and the dunks where, you know, you got our, our boy that can actually pick up those five yards and we're not looking at it. Like what's this thinking and dunking? it's for a first down. So, uh, we are always playing from behind. I mean, I like what you said earlier, you said, uh, hey, bottom line is we were down six points. I mean, we were like within a score and a uh, two scores to win the game. I mean, you know, but you got to stop them. And, you know, hopefully our grave diggers will get out of the uh, injury zone and back on the field. Um, I hope in 23, can get back quick, um, that would be a huge lift. Um, but, you know, we'll see about Davis. I, you know, it's almost like, yeah, you guys ever look at this and go, man, this is one long season, and all it is is that in one game, right? But then you start thinking, boy, if these guys all heal up for the last run, right? Let's just say it's the last five games. It's like, oh, my God, deja vu, right? So, uh, and let's face it, the NFC is is tight right now. I mean, now look at – I can't stand them, but Cam's back in Carolina now. And I'm like, man, we could never get an easy one, right? So we still got to play them twice. So, um, you know, you got to look at it. You know, you, you lose Jameis. We go into the Saints, we lose, right? You can't play scrub ball. And what I mean by scrub ball is lack of discipline play. And uh, these guys got to start playing to their potential, which they know they can. And stop looking at it that it's uh, that, oh, this is an easy win or whatever. They got to come all out on every, every game.
0: I think that's absolutely right. And, you know, we have a segment of the foot, we call it sort like the magic wand moment. You know, if you're, if you're BA, you know, what's the, what are you, what are you going to wave your wand at this week? And I think it sounds like for you, it's just, it's that sort of focus and, and, the, and the, and the healing up.
1: Yeah. Focus and healing up, especially because uh, there's a real big guy. Holy smoly, What's his name? Mr. Villa. That's hurt right now. And I don't know if you guys heard, guess who's coming back this week. Well, Barkley's coming back for the Giants. So I'm hoping and praying that he's back this week so we can keep that run stopping. And, you know, if Nacho's got to be first string, then Nacho's got to step up, you know, because uh, we don't need uh, Mr. Barkley having a field day on on us on the run game. So got to stop the run and then go attack. Let's see what
0: happens. We'll we'll talk about the Giants more folks. but maybe, Graham, if you just give us your uh, your magic wand, where are you going to wave it this week?
3: Well, I'm I'm usually on penalties. Um, I'm big on penalties, and I wave the magic wand to try and stop stop those silly penalties. I think there was at least one time that we gave up a a, a five-yard penalty on third and five, and gave up a first down on it. Just a crazy, crazy situation to to, to do that. And uh, I was at fourth and was at fourth and five. You know, it was a, it was a, one of those, but. Um, I'm going with the injuries this this time. Um, I think we need we need to get the injured players back. We're we're we're, we're losing far too many. The, we've talked about defensive backs for weeks and weeks, but Gronk is such a big miss. You see it in these big games, such a miss. So we need him back. We need to, yeah, we need to have these guys fighting fit. And and it's good. To, it'll be good to have them all back towards the end of the season. But I think we need to we need to have them back sooner than that. To be honest with you, I think if we if we lose too much ground, then we're out the seedings. Even if we get into the playoffs, we're going to have to do another uh, four away, four road trips to, to get the, to win the Super Bowl again, which I think is going to be a, a real tough ask. So hey, I I big ask yeah. need the we need the injuries back. Yeah, I need the injured players back now.
0: OK. And Dom, your magic wand? Well, thanks to Graham,
2: but I'm going to isolate the penalties one. All I want, this shouldn't be too hard, just don't jump offside. I mean... It shouldn't be that hard. I don't understand why it's so all hard. You know
0: movie, you know movie,
2: and it's not like Heineken was, you know, it was not like drawing them offside or anything. They were just doing it for fun. They just all taking the first play of the game, wasn't it? OJ Howard jumped offside. There's nothing frustrates me more. Well, I'm sure Bruce was a bit frustrated as well about it, but got it pissed uh, sorry why me up so much it, it was jumping offside
0: i, I think bruce Fusier, when, when you see he's got that walkie-talkie thing strapped on i'm convinced he's yeah. got like a cardiac or a, like a pacemaker or something in there as well just to like reset him up when, he, when yeah. he's going i think my my magic wand i'm gonna put towards devin white like, don't get me wrong you know we love the bucks we know they're all good players he's a great player he's, he's definitely trying i'm not criticizing him but it feels like he's He's clinging on a little bit too hard. I think he's trying to do it all by himself. I think you know when when the game starts to get away, he's, he's you know over pursuing a little bit or you know, missing the tackles. I think we just we just need to play our game. And if Devin plays his game, we know it's an amazing game. So that that's just a a, a quick one for me. Uh, we do of course have the views of our members as well, who uh, if the, if you were if if they weren't in London um, getting drunk with Dom, they were uh, they were on the on the message board as usual, uh, giving their views. So first of all, I think Stuart sums it all up uh, nicely for all of us. I can't actually repeat what what he said, but I think it was something of the order of this was a below average uh, performance. So, yeah, (laughs) we we agree with you there, Stuart. Uh, Michael Casey, we're going to get the ball back with 10 seconds, the way they're controlling this game. And I think we talked about that long drive. I think we all felt that frustration. Uh, JD John Davis. You'd be forgiven for wondering which team was six and two, and which was two and six. It was yet again Bucks making backup quarterbacks look like pro bowlers. Uh, he also says we were outplayed tonight. Defeats either side of the bye week means we need an offensive rebooting quickly. Uh, I think he means rebooting the offense, but an offensive rebooting sounds like a a verb. Probably, <laughs> I'm sure that, that BA is interested in doing. <laughs> Uh, and from Nick Moore, allowing Washington to hold the ball for 11 odd minutes and drive 90 yards down the field was downright appalling. At least the Saints lost silver linings and all of that. So absolutely. Uh, as long as it's all a relative measure. And Keith, you spoke about, you know, seeding and things. But I think, you know, winning the division is, is going to be a huge first step in the right direction if we can if we can lock that up. We do have merchandise available. after yeah. Uh, speak on the forum there's polos t-shirts all the stuff you can do there our usual thanks to bucks report for their help uh in promoting our podcast and the club we have a great relationship with them please do subscribe if you're in the uk and you're a bucks fan go to bucksuk.org and click on join you'd be mad not to there's 500 of us now it's the most members we've ever had and we want to keep getting bigger and bigger and better and better and for that we need you guys and so you know like dom says when everyone turns up it's uh, it's an amazing sp- feeling and and it's, uh, it's great to have that sort of group therapy together. Um, if you're going out to Tampa, we're allowed to travel now. Uh, we've, got, we've got people going at pretty much all of the games for the rest of the season. So we're really looking forward to catching up to Keith and the, and the rest of the Ray J faithful. If you're out there, remember, please bring back some competition prizes. Please also make sure you tag us on all your photos. We want to see, even if you're just going down to you know, Cape Kennedy or you're, uh, you're, you're hitting, hitting Disney, as long as you're wearing something bucks we want to see a picture of you stateside so uh, be sure to tag us and we'll retweet you and get you uh, get as much exposure and get you viral as possible um keith uh, obviously we can't um get, get you on the show without talking about your alter ego It's it feels a bit like jekyll and hyde when uh, keith goes in the cupboard on a sunday morning um uh, uh, and, and comes out grease painted so i think mean, you know we, we know that you do loads of stuff with nfl uk we see you in clips and montages all the time you know but i think what would be really nice is you know tell us a little bit about how all of this began um uh, and then and then also maybe while the others are thinking of some questions for you then tell us all a bit about the latest stuff because we are so proud of you for being in the the fan hall of fame so um tell us a bit about that as well wow it's
1: just uh bring it full circle right um God, we've been doing this over 35 years. and I can remember, God rest my brother's soul, he uh, broke up with his girlfriend. And he said, hey, man, I I said, dude, we got to get you pumped up. You know, here it is. always starts with family and football, right? And I said, hey, why don't we paint up and go to the game? So to give you an idea, guys, the first game as the colored face painting, because back then, I don't know if you've seen those old photos of people wearing bags over their heads. That's what the vision was back then. So me painting up like an orange pumpkin definitely uh, <laughs> has evolved over the years, but we uh, took my brother to game and we tied one on and had a blast. And it was the battle of the pigs. It was mm-hmm. against the Packers and the bucks. And, uh, and when I say the battle of the pigs, cause they were the two worst teams in the NFL at the time. And, uh, we had such a great response because Packer fans travel well. So we were taking photos back then, left and right. And uh, so we said, hey, you know what? We'll just paint up for the Packer game, right? Well, obviously that, you know, it, it ended up being a tie. So that was even worse. Uh, but then you go back and you and you look over the years. We would just paint up for that game. And then in 2001, I got the phone call from Visa and uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame is, becoming a first time hall of famer, which was absolutely amazing. I mean, you look back in 2001, you go jeepers. That's, you know, what else could be done? You're in the hall of fame. That's pretty cool. Then visa fails out because of sponsorship issues with the NFL. And then all of a sudden you fast forward to 2020 and old Ford knocks on the door with the pro football hall of fame. And, um, And I'm aware of there's only two two two-time Hall of Famers uh, in Pro Football Hall of Fame. And that's myself as Big Nasty, which I look at. We represent Buck Nation, man. That's what it's about. Because, you know, when you go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, believe it or not, we've been around over 40 years, but we're still not well known. And uh, to be seen and having a bronze plaque permanently enshrined in Pro Football Hall of Fame with old Big Nasty's mugshot on there and uh, just makes me very proud to to represent Buck Nation. And Hey, we're in there guys. We're in there for eternity. You know, my grandkids, their grandkids, their grandkids after that could go to the hall and uh, see Big Nasty represent our Buck Nation and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the best way possible. But, you know, how did this evolve? Did you do it because you thought you were going to get there? Hell no. I did it because I was trying to cheer my brother up, right? And uh, we just had fun with it. We didn't look at being on TV or any of that stuff. That just evolved over the, the what I call tenure, right? you You've been doing it that many years, and, and let's face it. I could tell you the first time I painted up uh, that orange face paint, they didn't even had spray on tans back then guys <laughs> but but I but that stuff stained my face. I had to go to work looking like that. Look looked like a, an orange uh, pumpkin going to work that the next day. It was crazy, but uh, you know, it's all been fun, you know, and then when we got recognition, you know, I remember the Hoggetts and I don't know if you guys know who the Hoggetts are. They're all retired now, but they're the Washington Redskins of all teams um, cheerleaders. And, uh, these guys are all retired colonels and they wear dresses and hog noses. They raised over a hundred million dollars for children's charities. And, uh, boss Hall uh, came up to me when I got in the hall in 2001 and said, Hey, big nasty, you got to go down to Tampa and do something big. I said, well, what do you mean? Do something big? I don't know what you're talking about. I just know how to paint my face and go have fun and love my butts. <laughs> he goes, no, you got to do something in the community. Like, I still don't know what the heck he was talking about. So he goes, you'll figure it out. Those guys have raised over $100 million for children's charities over wow. the years. And, uh, you know, there was 19 of those guys. I don't know if you all saw on Facebook. you mm-hmm. doing a tug of war with those guys. Um, and Mikey T, believe it or not, is a retired nuclear engineerist. And uh, we've been good friends for a very long time. And so I ended up coming back home. And I was like, what am I going to do? All of a sudden, how fate works out. Uh, I get a call from a police officer wanting to do a ride along um, with a community outreach. And what that ride along is, guys, when you go with a police officer for the day and you experience what they go through in their 12 hour shift. And just to give you an idea, it was an eye opening experience for me. Um, I noticed not so close to my backyard, um, drugs were running wild and, uh, And we're talking with kids, and I, you know, I can remember telling the officer to this day. I said, "Man, these drugs are nasty." And then he goes, "He goes, hey, have you ever thought about, you know, doing community outreach and going to talking to the schools and saying, just say no." And I went, "Drugs are nasty," because I just had said it right, and it hit me. So I started doing that, uh, jeepers. That was when my daughter was in kindergarten. She just graduated. uh, university of south florida with a finance degree uh last december so just goes to show you a full circle the community outreach you do and then you've seen it before um where we take a a game day experience and we ralph it out for local uh charities you know literally guys at the beginning of the season as soon as that schedule comes out my phone blows up and everybody wants to get a game um, unfortunately, we can't give everybody a game, but we try to do our best um to alternate the charities so they could take advantage of it. And they do a live auction and real simple, it's nasty for a day. They get to experience a day with myself, um, come to front row tickets with me. Um, they get a customized nasty crew jersey and uh, all you can eat cheesecake factory or tailgate with the Leatherheads. It just depends on, you know, what, what it falls on, since this is a night game, uh, believe it or not, Monday night football, we have a nasty for a day, uh, participant, um, that'll be coming. And UK, uh, NFL is going to be doing something with us, something about Thanksgiving and big nasty. And I'm sure it's going to have a lot to do with eating. So it should be a good time, but, uh, no, very proud of what uh, the I guess the persona has given me a platform uh, to do good. Um, over the years, I think I got more recognition. Um, not so much as far as being a Buck fan, but just by doing good. And and when it's all said and done, and Big Nasty's retired and and rolls in, I'll still be going to games till the day I die. But I just hope that people remember me as just doing good. You know, and hopefully it'll motivate them. Well, I don't care if it's helping an old lady across the street do something uh, with act of kindness uh, to your fellow brothers and sisters. And uh, that's really what it's about. Um, and let's face it, I'm very blessed to have a family that puts up with this. you know, Mrs. Nasty, Princess is Nasty. You guys saw us when we went to London. and by the way, let me get this off my chest right now. UK. Un freaking believable when we went to london i thought i was bon jovi i'm just telling you right now you guys treated us like we were like god it was unbelievable but even then i was more impressed with how you guys uh just open arms welcomed everybody i was really really excited about being in the stadium and seeing fans of Football left and right, and I went, Wow, man, look at the passion here in UK! And uh, yeah, unfortunately, we lost to the damn Panthers that day, but we still had a damn good time. And by the way, you got to correct me if I'm wrong, is it called Steak and Ale?
2: Steak and Ale pie, yeah. Oh,
1: you want me to move there? You want me to, move <laughs> there to give me a lifetime supply of that? And hey, I, it, had, I had
2: that tonight, I had Steak <laughs> and Ale pie <laughs> oh, tonight. That be is, careful, Keith. If you if you ask for that favorite. big
0: nasty, might be retiring sooner than you think. <laughs> 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 Thank you, and I think that's really what you 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 give such a good sort of explanation of it all. I think what it's it's not just about being in the front row screaming, and you know we see you there with your daughter, and it's it's great to see. But actually, it's 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 the off the field, it's the outside the stadium stuff that we we uh, we really admire you for. Dom and Graham, have you got any questions? Uh, I've got one. Um, mm. Have you visited
2: all the? St- all the other stadiums and if not is the one that you particularly want to go to as big nasty
1: uh I haven't reached all of them and it's funny because we were talking about that retirement thing and even if I retire it at home I still want to finish my bucket list of all the stadiums I haven't been to I know I've never been to Arizona I want to hit that I got to CLA uh this past year well this year we got to go but been to Chicago been I'm going to New York for the the Jets game. Um, But I'm just trying to, my wife bought me this map, right? (laughs) And it's, and you know, a lot of them are scribbled over, you know, you're good, but there's still a lot of places I want to go. I want to go to San Francisco. Um, I want to, I want to hit everyone that I haven't been to. Uh, I I can tell you, I've had phenomenal experiences everywhere I've gone. Um, I, I mean, everybody fears Philly. Let me tell you something. Philadelphia must have been one of the best places I've ever visited. Just going to tell you that right now. I was so impressed. Uh, I went with Sean Young. There's uh, hall of fame fan from the Eagles. He recently retired and, uh, but he still goes to the game. These guys are so crazy up there that they didn't, they didn't, you know, you're going to get a curse word here and there Yeah, Just common, you know, but they were so upset with Sean for letting me sit with Sean <laughs> that they actually threw a beer at Sean, not at me, at Sean.
2: Wow. So that
1: just goes to crazy. But on the other hand, uh, I got to meet some awesome people. I got to meet Harold Carmichael back in the day. He was the wide receiver for um, the Eagles with Jaws. And uh, when we beat their butts here in Tampa, that was huge. I'll never forget that as a child. Um, I got to meet uh, Vince Papali. I don't know if you know who that is with the movie. Uh, that's a serious underdog. Uh, I think it's, can't remember the name of the movie, Unbelievable or something like that. But uh, really, really cool place to go. And and everywhere I go, you know, you treat people with respect. They give you respect back.
2: Well, although Mike.
1: Yeah, that, that, that was kind of one of the things I was going to ask. What kind of reaction do you get from fans, away fans more so? Well, you know, it's funny you say that when I'm big, nasty guys, you're going to think I'm cuckoo. I, I, it's like, I got a lot of pro wrestling friends, you know, like the nasty boys, you know, believe it or not, Hulk Hogan. I know all those guys, right? but there's like game day. It's like, it's funny. You know, i put the face fan on and I'm complaining while I'm doing it. Cause I'm getting old. And then all of a sudden it clicks. And it's like, you go into this, I don't know, another persona. You, you just let me put in plain words. There's a million people out there that call Keith Kunzik an a-hole. There's not one person out there that could say Big Nasty's an a-hole. So, what I mean by that is that persona clicks. It's like uh, nothing could dent your armor. It's more like you're just there to to make everybody have a good time. And you know, even when you're not having a good time, if you're losing. You still gotta leave, you know, with the chin up and and moving forward. But uh, no, I think you need to ask Mrs. Nasty that question because she normally follows behind me. And it's not so the reaction of everybody wanting your picture. You want to know what they're saying after that you pass
0: them. (laughs) Brilliant, brilliant. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Keith. Uh, Okay, so uh, this week uh, as ever, on our forum we had our prize competition for our members every week we run prize competitions as well as the fancy football and the predictors that run uh, across the season and this week there's a two-way tie so um rather than drawing names out of a hat we always do it where we're honest we always use the wheel of names so uh, i'm just going to share that and we can do that now so the competition this week was to guess the uh, the score for the game and um Wow, you two guys must have been really pessimistic because you kind of got that mm. right. So Alfie Fletcher, Alison Mills, you're on the wheel of names. We ha- we wish you both luck, but there's only going to be one winner. Here we go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Alfie, you are a winner. Well done, sir. Well done, Alfie. Nice one. Congratulations. We will get those prizes to you ASAP. So all we have left to do now is to come on and look forwards. We're always looking forwards. We're on to New York, although we're not on to New York, because they're coming down south. They're coming to the Ray J. Uh, it's Monday night football, uh, and let's hope it's bad to get personal. So, Tom, let's start with you. What do you think is the biggest key to the game then for Bucks and the Giants to come out on the right side?
2: Well, I think Keith summed it up earlier. It's all about Mr. Barkley, how fit he is, because he's one hell of a player. I'm, I remember when he was being drafted, I just hoped he was going to drop. We got Devon White, I think, that were fifth, weren't we? But the thought was he was going to drop for us. He's been very unlucky with injuries. but And with Vita Vea being out, it's going to be massive if we can stop him, stop the run game, put pressure on Jones. I mean, we've made Heineke and Sim Simeon, was it? Is it for the, for the, Trevor Simeon, yeah. yeah, for the Saints look like Hall of Famers. Be careful them. what you wish
0: for because behind Daniel Jones is Mike Glennon. I
2: saw that, yeah. Glennon is back. I mean, normally, I think he must still be taking a paycheck
0: from the Bears, surely.
2: Yeah, yeah, crazy. But I think mainly Barkley, but.
0: That, okay, that my that's a good key to the game. Keith?
1: Actually, you know, I brought up Barkley, but uh, I think honestly we got to get that pressure because, um, you know, you stop the run. We're pretty solid at that. We've been doing it pretty good all year. I think we had one game where we actually had over 100 yards, uh, but you got to get that pressure on it. And hopefully, the like Warren Sapp always says, let the front end help the back end. Right. And when you're weaker in the back end right now, hopefully we get Mr. 23 back and uh, we'll be ready to roll. We'll get, we'll patch that grave diggers back up and uh, get these guys to stops. But I'm going to tell you guys, it's not going to be an easy game. It's going to be a tough one. Uh, they play us tough. I mean, they play the stuff up there. They beat us down here. So um, hopefully we can uh, come alive on Monday night, the 12th man, you're going to make a difference. You got to bring it come Monday night. That's right. Tie one on. Call in Tuesday Sick. It don't matter. You better bring it on on Monday night because I'll tell you right now, Big Nasty doesn't sing it. He brings it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and absolutely and for us you know Monday night football is great because it's prime time but for us it kicks off at 1 a.m Tuesday morning so I've definitely got the next day booked off I'm imagining Graham is probably developing a bit of a throat infection uh, as yeah. we speak he won't be able to go anymore, will you Graham
3: probably not no I haven't booked it off so I'll, I think it might just be a sleepless night yeah uh, but
0: uh, <laughs> we'll see how we go we'll see how we go so what's your key to the game though
3: well, I think I think I'm kind of uh, tying in with both of, both the guys there up front for me. Um, I think um, if Vea's fit, that's a huge key for us. Uh, they've got the left tackle. I think it is Andrew uh, Thomas, has been out injured two or three games, and he's likely to come back. So it could be we could see both Barkley and Thomas. We could see neither of them. I think I think that's going to be key for them. If they get these two guys back, it's going to make a big difference to their running game. Um, that that's a big matchup for
0: me. Interesting. I think I think you know. I kind of think if I'm focusing on the Giants' offense as well, because I think that's the where we need to we need to step up. And the key is going to be how their offense performs against our defense. And actually, the running game I'm not so bothered about. It. It's the receivers that worry me. You know, I'm looking. At, it seems like it's a bit of a who's who of fancy football. Carl Rudolph at tight end with on yeah. one side, with Evan Engram the other. Kenny Galladay, Darius Slayton. Those are some big time names. Actually, if whoever's slinging it to them can actually get it in the right ballpark then I think that, that's going to be a worry, I think. Yeah. So, you know, I think there's, yeah, it's all to play for. So, for me, the key to the game, I think, is going to be, you know, hopefully, like you said, like oh, Keith, oh. you know, the up front making, buying more, more pressure to, to make it easier at the back four or five uh, and, and see how that pans out. So, well, in terms of particular players you want to you wanna keep an eye out for, um, obviously, I've, I've said a few names there. Who, who for the Bucks do you think is going to be the deciding factor? Start with you, Keith.
1: Oh, Shaq. It's going to be Shaq. Shaq. I don't know if you watched the last game, I didn't see much on Shaq. So it was like, where's Shaq? Did he show up today? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's very, very hard. I mean, you. I'm impressed if you can go back to see if Shaq's been quiet two games in a row. I don't think that's happening.
0: I don't think Shaq even made a line in the game book. I don't think he got anything.
1: Yeah, but I'll tell you what, Monday night football, you know, it's something when you turn on those lights on, on national television uh, where the whole world sees. Um, I, I could see Shaq having
0: a big game. Dom, do you agree or are you uh, you're looking for another name on the on the sheets? Well,
2: I agree, game? but it's all about playoff Lenny for me. I think if we can match the runs with the passes, and I think Lenny's just going to light it up. Similar, I don't think he had a quiet game. He'll not have another quiet game, quiet-ish game. I think 150 yards, two touchdowns, bring it. <laughs> no,
0: and if one of those, if one of those is in the air, then I'll be grateful. I've still got Brady starting in my fantasy team. <laughs> yes, because... yes. Mike.
3: Graham, uh, I'm looking at the linebacking core for for Tampa Bay. I think they're the guys that are going to make a difference in this game. Um, hopefully, if he is playing. Ho- hopefully, we can stuff the run. But um, Jones has caused us problems when he gets running, and has caused other teams problems once he gets on the move. So I think I think the linebackers are going to have to be careful that they don't let him. Um, let him loose so for me these these are the guys that are going to really hopefully hopefully kind of tie him up
0: brilliant i think i'll, I'll agree with you i'll agree with keith but i'm gonna I'm, I'm going to go jpp okay yeah. because you know he, he knows he knows that he knows the team he knows yeah. what it's expected it's going to be a big game for him he's going to be pumped up he'll be up for it Absolutely. And I think, you know, as, as we all say, it's all the, it all starts up front and if we can get that yeah. going, then I think good things happen. But we need you to put your money where your mouth is. We want score predictions. Graham, what's, the, what's, the, yeah. what's it going to look like when the clock ticks down? 2019, Tampa Bay. Oof. Ooh, a squeaky <laughs> time. We'll take it. I'd, I'd rather yeah. win ugly than lose ugly. Fair I enough, I take one nothing, but 2019. Wow. <laughs> it's not Canadian rules. We can't have one nothing. <laughs> <laughs> No the we're gonna call
2: it more comfortable. I'm ignoring the other two. We're going 31-17. Oof. We're gonna come good on national television, and then we're just gonna go all the way for the number one seed. Trust me, I'm never wrong. I like your confidence. I
3: think you can trust.
0: I wouldn't buy a car from you, but I'll, I'll take your word on that one. Fair enough. Thank you, thank you, Keith. I think uh, it's going to be closer. I
1: think uh, we're going to go 23-12 bucks. So I think uh, it'll be an entertaining
0: game, but I think we'll pull away at the end. Oh, I really hope that doesn't include a missed PAT somewhere to get to 23 as well. <laughs> that, 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 my heart can't take any more of that. <laughs> I'm going to say 28-12. So it's basically 4-4, but we're getting in the end zone and they're having to kick field goals. That, that's what I'm, I'm thinking is going to be the difference. It's going to be a territory game so you heard it here you heard what we think um if you disagree with us or perhaps if you agree with us probably not dom but if you agree with the rest of us <laughs> stick it down in the comments let us know and uh, and you yeah, know make sure you like the video subscribe hit the bell do all the stuff the crazy cool kids do follow us on the social media graham and dom thank you so much and keith thank you ever so much it's been lovely having you love you guys i appreciate you having me and let's get that buccaneer win on monday night yes Absolutely. Keith. come on Thank you all and thank you for watching and Go Bucks. Go Box. Go Box.